You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to New Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ah, uh, we have disembarked a locomotive. Ken Barkley's entire college football card for the weekend. Placed a lot of bets during the break. And absolutely love it. Can't wait for tomorrow. Can't wait for Sunday. Can't wait for tonight. Got a billion bets coming up to, uh, tonight. In 40 minutes, we will start giving out all those bets. And I, I mean this truthfully. I'm a little nervous. That we're, I don't know how we're going to be able to get all of this in. <laughs> like the hockey, NFL, basketball. NFL shorter, I think. You were saying your card's yeah, we'll not very long. It. I have like five, five bets, maybe six bets. I think we're just we're going to snap those off pretty fast. And, you know, before we do that, it's... It's a lot of bets. The NBA is yeah. is quite aggressive tonight. Well, it's pretty good. Wait, well, you have kind of like set the stage for what I'm thinking is going to be like a record setting night here on the show of giving out bets. Between that it's and like a bunch been. of hockey, we're already on steel. the way. Yeah, we're, soccer, we're, we're college football. We got Brad's props coming up in a second. We got a lot going on here. I I gotta tell you, I'll be locked into the El Clasico tomorrow and that AC Milan Napoli under thanks to our pal Anthony DeBundo. Uh Ben Solak from the Ringer stops by in twenty minutes. His bets for the weekend in the National Football League. And again, forty minutes from now, power hour, final hour. Bets of steel, best of the best in the NBA, game one of the World Series, and all our bets side in total week eight in the National Football League. But as Ken just alluded to, it's now time to get our pal Brad Evans and his favorite bets for the weekend in the NFL props and otherwise. Brad is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos, and he is our stadium team. Uh, you watch Brad every day on Stadium, weekdays on Stadium at noon Eastern with the uh, critically acclaimed sports betting television show. It is awesome. We encourage everybody to check it out. Noon Eastern on weekdays, live on the line. Brad is also the host of the Fade 5 podcast, and he joins us here, as he always does, on a phenomenal football Friday. Brad, it's Nick and Ken. Welcome back to the show. Happy Week 8. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigos! And thank God Illinois is not playing this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brad, you were we were talking before the show. You're like you're kind of on to college hoops, and I know that's like crazy for people oh, to think about. Entirely. It is rapidly approaching. Like, I mean, people. I don't think people, yeah. people are being kind of alarmed to know we're like a couple weeks away from like full slate weekdays and the Maui Jim Maui and all that stuff that kind of goes with it. Is there a maybe we can kind of like can we get a future from you here real quick? Like, have you bet any team to win the title yet? Is there like one team maybe people should go out and grab before we figure out how good they are? No, I haven't bet a damn thing yet in college basketball uh, because this is how I usually approach the sport. I don't know Jack. I don't know squat until about a month into the season. I got to go out there and actually scout the teams uh, compared to the advanced data and see what the strengths and weaknesses are and really the road to hoe uh, ultimately for each squad to ultimately determine whether or not I want to fire off a future bet on that uh, particular school. So, no, I have not waged your darn thing. I will tell uh, the audience this. I told Costos this uh, at the break. The one team that I find fascinating at the low major level that can maybe make some noise, Eastern Kentucky, the Colonels. 
And uh, mark on our calendar now, uh, I believe in early December, they play at Purdue. And they may catch like, I don't know, 20, 25 points in that game. Bet on the Colonels in that one. Bet on them in the follow-up game against Alabama. That may be in a neutral court environment. It doesn't matter. They're going to catch a boatload of points. The team's got everybody back, including the conference's leading scorer. They could win 27 games, and they're going to be one of those teams that's probably going to be a heavy underdog against high major teams early in the season. All right, so good stuff. Uh, college basketball here on October 27th. That's a Ken Eastern Kentucky. approaching Eastern yeah, Kentucky. That's not where Absolutely. I thought we were going. I, yeah. I'm happy it's where we ended up, though. Uh, all right, Brad, let's go from <laughs> Eastern Kentucky, you know, Eastern Kentucky to, you know, like the, the Houston Texans. Uh, Texans on the road at the Panthers this weekend. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, uh, number one and number two overall picks in this year's, last year's NFL draft. Uh, what do you like in this game? Anything with Stroud? Anything with Young? Uh, I like everything Texans, uh, to be honest with you guys. I took Damian Pierce, actually, on an anytime touchdown at plus 120. Uh, you know, he's got the mother of all matchups on paper. You look at the Carolina Panthers. They are dead last. The true dregs of the keg and EPA rush defense. Giving up 5.30 yards for carry to running backs. They've allowed 13 combined running back touchdowns. And Pierce, you might say, look, he's uh, surrendering some work. Right now to Devin Singletary, that is true, but he's still averaging 16.2 rushing attempts per game, and he is top 13 in total red zone touches. So he's already got five goal line totes on the season. He's going to get a ball to belly and splash six in this game. Love that one. And I took the over on pretty much uh, everything Nico Collins related. Uh, the line opened and probably at 51 and a half receiving yards. Head scratch the hell out of that. It's jump up the last I saw of 55 and a half. At BetMGM, and I'm taking it up in an escalator. I'm ladder betting everything Nico Collins. I bet over 100 yards for him at significant plus odds. Uh, it could be another monster game for him, a breakout season. He's averaging 91.2 yards per game. He's number four in yards per route run in Carolina. He's getting a lot of Dante Jackson in coverage, and that is a gift that keeps on giving. He was a lot of 146.3 passer rating and 19.2 yards per catch. So Nico is about to go nuclear. He's going to detonate in the box score, and that's why I like him. The latter bet. Or just take them on the standard receiving yards line. And yes, I am loud, I am proud, and I am a member of Team Stroud. I took the over on one and a half passing touchdowns with him. I think it's going to be another multi-TD effort. A uh, Houston wins in a walk. It will not be remotely close, which means they'll lose by 50 in the end. Brad, what are we doing with this Jags-Steelers game? I feel like I... Nick and I haven't even talked about this in a while. I feel like we probably both lean Steelers in the game. Maybe find ways to bet them. Teaser, if they got to three, maybe would bet them in the game. But kind of like unclear how to proceed. Maybe unclear about how this game's going to play out. Kind of a low total, yeah. 41. Any props here for you? Or do you have a lean side or total? Oh, my goodness. Christian Kirk. Yes, please. And thank you. Everything on him. I, I couldn't believe the receptions. It was a four and a half. I thought for sure Lyon was going to open at five and a half. I mean, he's just crushing the over in catches, crushing the over in yardage on a weekend, week out basis in the low 50s. Uh, last checked there at BetMGM on the receiving yard specifically. Look at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers have allowed the six most wide receiver yards this season. But most importantly, his primary assignment, since he works out of the slot, is going to be Shandon Sullivan, who has allowed a 63.6% catch rate, 111.2 pass rate in his assignments. Kirk has been the apple of Trevor Lawrence's eye. They got a bromance brewing down there in Duval County, and I think that's going to continue. 
as Kirk has seen 8.2 targets per game. He's number seven in route win percentage. So he's getting the separation, getting the space, and accumulating the catches and yards as a result. So I think it's going to be at least another six catches, uh, maybe northwards of 70 yards in this game. And again, uh, the threshold in receptions is four and a half. And the line in receiving yards, what I grabbed it at, was 52 and a half, way too low in my estimation. You better, you better hear Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday. Getting prop bets for Week 8 in the National Football League with our friend, our stadium teammate, Brad Evans, on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Brad, one of the hosts of Live on the Line, sports betting television show that you can watch here on Stadium uh, at noon Eastern time on weekdays. Uh, Brad, this past Monday night, I don't know if it was like the coming out party for Jordan Addison because he's had a couple good games, scored a couple touchdowns earlier in the year, but certainly like the rookie out of USC's best game of his rookie season. Uh, Do you think Addison has a repeat performance coming up on Sunday in Lambeau Field against the Packers? It may not be a complete replication of what he accomplished uh, under the prime time lights, but uh, I think the receiving yards line is too low. I grabbed it when it opened at 58 and a half. I'd play that sucker up to like 69 and a half uh, against Green Bay. Uh, again, his projected assignment uh, is rather uh, appeasing on paper, and that is Jair Alexander. You might say, well, Jair Alexander, he's a respected cornerback uh, in the National Football League was a respected cornerback in that uh, National Football League because he has been horrendous, to say the least, and covers this season, allowing a 77.8 catch percentage, 155.8 near-perfect passer rating on the air, and 17 flat yards per catch. Uh, I know Green Bay has allowed the four fewest wide receiver yards on the year, but Addison has really uh, built up a nice and budding chemistry with Kirk Cousins, a guy that's way up there in total air yards. He's got nine deep ball targets in total on the season. He's hit the over on the 58 and a half of what I grabbed it at in receiving yards in four of his last seven. He's got 24 targets combined over the last three games. Uh, yeah, so I think he's going to have at least 60 yards and a possible touchdown in this one. And a little bonus time, guys. I like uh, a whole lot of Cam Akers as well, not in rush yards. But receiving yards could be a single play payday. The number at seven and a half on receiving yards. That is it. I love the over on this uh, at Bet MGM. Green Bay's lot six and a half receptions per game, forty-two point eight receiving yards per game, just to the running back position. Eleven dudes have gone for at least eight receiving yards, and Acres is starting to eat into the timeshare opportunities, seizing some touches away from Alexander Madison. Evidence by his Minnesota high 44.8% snap rate played in the last matchup. Brad, let's go to the Saints-Colts game where I feel like, you know, the the Saints offense has been like kind of a disaster at times this year. Cars yelling at Olave and throws the ball like 20 yards out of bounds. He yells at him anyway. But the, the one thing that has been true is the Saints defense been really good in basically every single game that they played. Uh, one of the top rated units in a bunch of statistical categories kind of makes you think whoever they play might just end up struggling versus kind of their baseline averages. Is that how you're going here? Kind of maybe we don't know who wins, but the Saints defense might show up. Yeah, I mean, the Saints defense has showed up and often showed out, particularly defending the pass, and that is the reason why I took the under on Michael Pittman Jr., and I love Michael Pittman Sr., by the way. You want to talk about a gun show. Man, that guy had pipes. He was flexing all over the field back in the day in Arizona. One of my favorite players growing up and playing fantasy football, but his son, I got to fade him this week because of Marshawn Lattimore. Probably going to get a lot of shadow coverage from the decorated DB. And uh, a DB that's been outstanding this season, giving up a 54.3% catch rate, 65.4 passer rating. I think this is going to be a lower scoring affair. 
and that some people believe. I know Gardner Minshew uh, balled out last week against a very, very good and, and really on paper better secondary in the Cleveland Browns. And Michael Pittman soared past the proposed yardage prop. But uh, in the high 50s right now, I'd still play the under. I don't think he escapes the 40s considering that New Orleans as well, giving up just 6.05 pass yards per attempt and are the eighth best in the league in EPA per play pass defense. So could be a quiet Sunday for Michael Pittman Jr. Now, Brad, let's go to uh, to Atlanta. And, Dad, by the way, I totally agree. Like, what, the underrated running back also, Michael Pittman Sr. Let's go to, uh, to yeah. Atlanta and Tennessee where Arthur Smith, you know, I think, you know, you like to, you like fantasy, you like betting like DFS. You probably don't like Arthur Smith after last week. But uh, maybe, Brad, there's something that we do want to do with this Atlanta, with the Falcons' offense up against the Titans' defense. So what do you like here with Atlanta and Tennessee? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to invest in Atlanta, uh, it'd probably be Bijan on receiving yards. If you want to go, you know, leaning on that market and the narrative, hey, bounce back has got to come because a new jack or squat last week uh, due to the sickly symptoms uh, that he was suffering. But really, I think the value resides in Kyle Pitts. And I took the over on receiving errors with him at 34 and a half. And I think it's even down to like 33 and a half right now. Uh, you can take advantage of the Titans through the air. Uh, you look at Pitts and what he has done. 6.3 targets per game. Uh, you might say, well, he's not really delivering on the fantasy hype that some people were uh, broadcasting that was out there. But you look at the advanced analytics, they're outstanding. Number one and deep ball targets among all tight ends. Numero uno and average depth of target. Numero uno and total air yards as well. And he's been over this receiving yards prop in five of seven games. Uh, Tennessee allowing 45.8 receiving yards per game in the tight end position. I think when Desmond River uh, Ritter uh, actually warms up the arm, and um, you know, it's not really a howitzer, it's more of a water pistol, and releases, he's going to look in the general direction of Kyle Pitts, I think he soars past this easily, I feel. He's going to reach 45 yards. So if you want to ladder this, I don't hate it at all. Again, the number on the baseline at 34.5 or 33.5, depending upon what you grab it at or what the book has supposed to write out at MGM. Brad, in about a minute here, what do you like in, uh, excuse me, in this Cowboys-Rams game? Well, Cowboys Rams, I uh, like a ton, but most importantly, I like C.D. Lamb. Uh, I think C.D. Lamb is going to bowl out in this particular contest. And, you know, you like uh, on your old disc, man, you had the CD and you know, maybe it was like for me, an old school MC Hammer album. And you put it on, you press play and it would like skip and it would annoy the living hell out of you where you were delivering papers on the route. That's how old I am. People used to do that. Uh, this CD will not skip. He is 100% going to be smooth sailing with that laser focus the entire game. And it's all because of uh, the ability against Kobe Durant, who is a slot quarterback of the L.A. Rams. And what he has allowed this season to coverage was a, a 65.5 catch rate, 14.2 yards per catch, and a near 100 passer rating. And they coming off the bye week. Lamb, who was number four in route win percentage, stamp, snaps back and storms back with a vengeance. Uh, I say he goes over the 65 and a half receiving errors prop is what I grab it at. It should be at least 70 in the box score for him on Sunday. When you mentioned CD skipping, like, I, Brad, I think you're in like your early 40s, right? I think we've talked about this before. Uh, I'm 22. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, I'm 45, <laughs> mid 40s. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm 40, so, like, we're pretty close. Ken's 39. Uh, my, yeah. I remember the CDs, but, like, when I think of CD skipping, I remember my copy of Final Fantasy VII was really scratched and, like, trying to play the third <laughs> disc, and, like, it just... That, 
That's like, but like, right. you want to see like a 14 year old tilt in a big way? There you have it. That was me yeah. in 1997. Uh, Brad, we appreciate it as always. If you like Brad's analysis on this show, and for some reason you haven't checked out Live on the Line, which you should, it is uh, noon Eastern time, weekdays on Stadium, an hour long sports betting television show, and Brad's sports betting podcast is the Fade Five. We encourage everybody to check that out as well. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Wishing you the best of luck with your bets this weekend. Stay well, and we'll catch up with you next week. Arizona State plus six. I'm out. <laughs> I love. I love like Brad. We have the Brad injects from the interview every week right. with like, here's my bet. See you later. It's it's right. awesome. Bye. Uh, coming up, <laughs> love love Brad. Coming up next, Ben Solak joins us from the Ringer, giving us his favorite bets for Week Eight in the NFL.